Well, hello, families, and uh, welcome to another week. Um, two things to cover. Um, go over a couple dates and some information that's happening. <clears throat> um, uh, today, Jogathon packets went home. Uh, for the, the new families at our school, we, uh, we initiated this last year. It was a, a great fundraising tool that um, enabled us to purchase some equipment for the gym and and some other things, but it really just built a lot of, just a lot of camaraderie through the whole school, kind of people banded on their teams and they really were, it just brought a lot of spirit to the school and a lot of fun and excitement. So <clears throat> you know, removing just the, the fundraising portion out of it, that the spirit and the excitement, the fun that the kids have with this event is really, I think, what's keeping it and moving it forward this year. Um, and they've just changed it to to do it at this time and set it towards the end of the school year. So those packets have gone home. Um, students will be um, running on the 12th and will be running the laps at the track here at um, St. Ignatius. And so, you know, they can go out and get a pledge for, you know, per lap and then however many laps they complete, we'll write it on their packet after the, the run and um, then they can go back and collect it. Or, you know, they can just get, you know, set, set donations, set pledges, whatever they want to do. Um, irregardless if they collect or they get pledges or not, they still participate in the, the jogathon and the classes that, you know, run the most laps or collect the most amount, you know, there's prizes for the classes in that as well. So it's just a really fun and exciting time. Um, and, I, and I hope you, you get all your explanations in that packet of this stuff there. So, but if you have any questions regarding that, please feel free to contact me and, um, you know, just shoot me an email or whatever you need to do to figure that out. Um, next thing on my agenda is uh, lockdown last week went really, really well. Um, I don't know, lockdowns for me are always just, it's a stressful time. It's, you know, I, I take taking care of my kiddos in this classroom very personally. Um, I consider them as if my own family and, I, you know, I would give my life and limb to protect and guard these kiddos. And so making sure that we do everything well and that our room is secure or that we know what we're doing and that everyone is safe is a really big deal to me. And we've practiced it in our classroom. And so the kids did a phenomenal job. They did great and um, really proud of how well they did that quickly and efficiently and um, really well. So kudos to them. They did a great job. And um We'll always let the kids know when we have another drill coming up like that because it's kind of interesting how our society just lives in a different culture now. You know, when I was a kid, the big thing was, you know, we would have to, you know, go under our desks and hold on to the desks, um, not not just for an earthquake that could potentially happen, but in case we were, you know, ever invaded by Russia. I remember that being like a big deal as a kid that we had to make sure we were safe in case there was an evasion or we were bombed or something like that. And I remember as a kid, that was kind of a stressful thing for me when we practiced that. And you know, today we don't worry about that as much. That's not really our focus or concern, but our focus and, and worry now is, is all over the news and the media and kids see and know what's going on. And so when you talk about a lockdown, they, some kids can really kind of get shaken up by it. And you know, it's not, it's not fun or easy, but it's important that we practice it just like we do fire drills. We, we practice that so, what we, so that we know what to do when it happens and that we can um, maintain a, a level of composure to keep everyone safe. 
So they did a great job. And um, we'll just make sure we always know when those things are coming up. And I tell you, it just makes it nice to know that these kiddos can be safe and that I'll take care of them. And just so that you know, I will give everything I got to take care of these kiddos. They are my top priority here, just like my kiddos would be at home. So another announcement we have is the uh, Women's and Children's Alliance. Um, one of our students is um, in Girl Scouts and they're collecting um, some items that they are seeking or needing. So if you feel you know, like you would like to donate towards that, um, they'll be picking that stuff up here on Friday. So stuff like oatmeal, tuna, pasta, et cetera, like that. If you feel like you want to contribute to that, you're welcome to, and um, they'll we'll pick those up on Friday and, and donate it to them. So uh, check the website for all the different dates. There's no school this Friday. Uh, Jogathon's next Friday. Uh, the book fair and red red women red ribbon week boy say that a few times fast uh, is on October 22nd through the 26th. Student conferences are coming up on the 25th and 26th. We I haven't seen signups yet for that, um, so just be marking your calendars and when those signups come, you know if you've got specific time frame or specific dates, just make sure you you get in there quickly and and nab your spot. I can't reserve spaces. I can't do any of that on my end, it's it's just it's on you. And when that goes out to just quickly um, sign up for what you need. So as far as classroom stuff right now, that's really all I have. Um, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. The, the past couple podcasts, I've kind of, you know, ended it with just a few remarks and some personal thoughts and, and things that I've been thinking. And, you know, those have been just, it's just been kind of, an experience or something that I've gone through, it's, it's totally genuine and unique. And so I, I've had some great positive feedback from you guys that you really enjoy that. And, and I appreciate that feedback. I think that's awesome. And, and um, I, I just want to keep it genuine. Um, so I don't want to force it and make it something that I got to put into the podcast and, and, and make it happen to be in there. Um, I, I want, I just don't want it to be, you know, something that I have to, you know, come up with something to put in there. So, I really just want to leave it open-ended that if I come to the end of my podcast with information that I'm sending out to you, if there's something I want to share, I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you and, and hopefully you, you appreciate it and it maybe means something to you or, and um, hits a, a nerve in your own life. Then I, I think that's where the genuineness comes from. You know, I think if I force it, uh, it, it just becomes dull and, um, not genuine, and I don't think it—I don't think it's full of the Holy Spirit in that moment because it's really not the platform of what this is designed for. This isn't, you know, like me putting out a message and me just trying to drum up listeners and, and stuff like that. This is this is just a personal little something that I want to add in there because I'm a human being, and you're human beings, and we all connect with each other in these different ways, and so. I do want to leave space for that to happen. I think as the Holy Spirit directs that, I think it's a genuine, beautiful moment that we can connect in, in some experience that's going on in my life. And, and perhaps maybe that encourages your life. So if I have something, I, I, I'll, I'll share it. And if I don't, I just won't. I, I want to leave it uh, genuine and, and you know open to whatever is, is there. Um, that being said, I... I would love to throw out something that I was thinking about 
uh, this this weekend, and it, it really stems from mowing the lawn late at night. <laughs> I don't know if it would be late at night, but almost eight o'clock is pretty late for me. Um, and just uh, this weekend got blown to smithereens. You know, just it was one of those weekends where things happened that just wasn't supposed to happen, and just kind of takes the the agenda and the plan and just kind of tears it up, throws it out the window. And it was a crazy weekend, and um, things did not go the way that they should have gone for this weekend. And so yeah, I was mowing the lawn late at night. Uh, my daughter's birthday party that she was having with her friends was the next day. And so I wanted to, the plan was to get that done earlier in the day. Um, and so and there was you know, lots of things to do on Sunday. And so, you know, the, the selfish side of me is kind of grumbly and complaining that I'm out here mowing the lawn this late at night, you know, because didn't have time the next day and I didn't want the girls that were coming over to have to play in tall grass. But then I just kind of put that aside for a moment, just thought about my daughter and just how she's for weeks has been planning this birthday party. And like in her nine-year-old little world, this is like epic moment stuff here. And, and in my grown-up world, it's like, you know, not as an epic moment but I had to think in her shoes for just a moment and how, how this means so much to her. And me mowing the lawn at eight o'clock night means that it, she'll have a better experience for the next day. And I thought about that for a moment and, and just thought about how, you know, I think so much time in our Christian language, we talk about love and loving others and love God, love people. And, and I think we kind of, it gets so lost in the language of love in this world. And I, I was thinking about how that's not just even a Christian language, that, that really that concept kind of goes beyond all religion and, and is really a human thing. If we think of it in this term of considering myself less, like, the idea of, of, of loving, in, and especially in, in a Christian perspective, is you know, we love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. Like We give everything we got to God, and we put our whole life into Him. And then you know, on the flip side of that, too, we also are supposed to love our neighbors, love other people as much as we love ourselves. And I admit, I love myself a lot, and I'm sure we all have our own levels of self-love. But that gets kind of, I think, lost in the in the big terms of things in life. But if I would just consider myself less, you know, and, and once again, this comes back around into that area of you know the, the order of the domestic and how I don't know where this is coming from, but it keeps cropping back up in my little world lately. You know, and this hit the area of my family. Like I needed to consider myself less and put myself in her shoes and how epic this weekend was for her and how minor mowing the lawn at eight o'clock night really is. Or consider myself less when I'm trying to take care of my body and getting up at early in the morning, how that's not fun and it's not always easy, but if I consider myself less to put more into myself or my marriage or at my work or you know all those different areas of my life, my my faith, you know, like being willing to serve and give to others because I'm considering myself less. So I encourage you, 
whatever your life is going on or, or whatever maybe stress that you're dealing with in this moment or whatever is going on and, and just hit the pause button, for, pause button for just a moment and just say, how can I consider myself less? You guys have a great evening. I appreciate you listening to my ramblings. You guys are an amazing group of parents. I hope you guys have a great night. Let's consider ourselves less, and in doing so, go forth and set the world on fire.